Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Krill, and today we're going to be discussing how do you invest your money in real estate while you're in your 20s. And this is a normal question I get from people and they say I'm in my 20s or I don't have that much money and I want to get started and where do I start? And I always suggest starting with education. So read books by real estate investors and figure out what you feel is going to be the best path for you to build your wealth through real estate because there's so many different paths and there's so many different asset classes and ways that you can get involved with them. So some books to start off with, like you'll hear on every different real estate show, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's big. Another book that you might want to graduate to after that one is Am I Being Too Subtle by Sam Zell. And Sam Zell is owner of Equity Group Investments, which was the genesis of the three of the largest publicly real estate companies in US history. So it's uh, definitely a great book to read, and it's a little higher level. There's some other books. I have a whole list on our website, but uh, one more, Long Distance Real Estate Investing by David Green. And this is another great book because it goes against conventional wisdom of only investing in local properties. And maybe investing in local properties is a good way for you to start, but it's also great to get the idea into your head of, I don't have to always invest in my backyard. I can invest in areas that uh, might have more opportunity than where I'm currently located. And get familiar with property valuation methods, return on investment metrics, and available financing methods. And uh, you know the best ways to own real estate from a legal standpoint, this is something also that you should also learn about, what's gonna be best for what you're taking, uh, what route you're taking. And it could be a sole proprietorship, which probably not, but to start maybe, a LLC, a corporation, Learn about landlord-tenant laws, especially where you're located and where you're thinking you're going to invest. And, uh, and also learn about investment property taxes. Learn about uh, what investments and what asset classes are going to offer you the best write-offs and deductions. Now, how do I apply this then to real estate investing? So one of my favorite ways of doing this and what I really suggest to people is the low down payment method. And the absolute lowest cost basis for directly purchasing an investment property is an FHA loan, which requires just a 3.5% down payment in comparison to regular conventional 20 to 30% down, which is usually needed to finance a purchase from a non-government lender. And there are some requirements to qualify for this, such as your credit history and uh, your primary address. And there's some other requirements as well, which you can look into. But this might be a great way for you to start. I would really suggest, because this is allowed for one to four unit properties, I suggest you go and really focus on three and four unit properties. And it's a great way of living in a property, paying a little bit of your of what you make toward rent, which is really to yourself. And so you can lower your monthly payment for your housing costs, but also you are now a landlord automatically. So you can learn becoming a landlord and owning rental property hands-on, which I feel is the best way, which you can only listen uh, to so many podcasts and watch so many YouTube videos and read so many books. So you've got to jump in and this is a great way of doing it. Um, don't buy a property, not that you're going to be able to buy anything with this loan that's going to be really 
intensive, right? Renovation intensive, but buy something that's really, really turnkey. Cause there's still going to be things. If you buy a property and you think it's turnkey, there's going to be still things that are uh, need to be fixed. So if you buy a property and it looks like it's been fully updated, there's going to be things that pop out in the first year or two that are going to cost you money. So make sure you have a reserve fund when you're buying it. But I would focus on a property that's, uh, looks like it's turnkey from the outside and that's something that you can start renting maybe it even has renters in it already um and pick the worst apartment live in that apartment and rent out the others next is forming a partnership or get a grant uh, a guarantor so this is something that um this lessens the amount you need to come up with for down payment as you can split the cost with a friend a business partner uh such as your parents uh and it allows you to, uh, you know, you can utilize your credit score, but you have someone else there that's really guaranteeing the loan and their balance sheet and their history. So this would work if you found another partner and you trust it and you got to know them and uh, you went in on a property and maybe you were taking care of a lot of the busy work and they were putting up more of uh, their, the credit and the cash and uh, their history with investing. And that would be a great way of going as well. It's going to be take time. It's not like you're going to find something, somebody at your local RIA or uh, someone f online at a local social media group and uh, you know get, get into uh, business with them right away. It's going to take time to find them. And you got to make sure you're on the same page. And uh, being on the same page, I think, is one of the biggest mistakes in new partnerships where you know you might have someone that's in their 20s and someone that's in their 50s and maybe the person in the 50s has a different goal in mind right than what you have you want to build wealth you want to live on nothing you want to reinvest and reinvest and reinvest and uh, maybe they're looking for something where hey let's do three-year holds or five-year holds and uh, build some value and then cash out build some value and then cash out so they're in a different stage of their investing career so it's important that you take that into consideration when you're finding this partner Lastly, purchase a minority stake in properties via syndication. So we do syndications here. Um, if you don't have a lot of money, this might not be the best route, but maybe you'll find a syndicator, uh, a group that you can uh, get to know, and they might let you in for less than what their typical minimum investment is, which is typically $50,000. But uh, I know in our, our groups, we've taken less than that. But the thing though is that if you're not quite ready to take the plunge of being a hands-on property owner and going through the whole loan approval process and closing process, think about passively investing in a syndication. And I feel it's a great way for you to get started as well if you maybe have some money um, and uh, you can find people that are syndicators just by, you can find them online. But the best way of doing it is really going to events and finding people and reaching out to them and really getting to know them and learning about the deals that they're doing and making sure that the deals they're doing are what you're looking to get involved with. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, submit comments and sh potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then.
Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.